0: Hello, and welcome to One Stop Co-Op Shop, your one-stop for board game news and reviews. Hold on to your pants, it's time for a special
1: episode. Okay, welcome to One Stop Co-Op Shop. Yes. Steve here, Barrett.
0: Yes, Steve, we're here. We're here for One Stop Co-Op Shop, Co-Op Chat. This is our morning chat that we do every Saturday. We uh, we sadly are not without Kanji, and, but he is in the chat with us. Kanji, it's good to see you uh, and all the rest of you. Snow is here as well, as long as and Ryan, and it's amazing to have all of you here. Uh, Kanji had the option to join us, but we're kind of talking about what we did last a couple weeks ago, so he wasn't part of that, sadly. Maybe next year he will be. I don't know. Wow. We, 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 we can't dodge. With the, with the <laughs> legend, but. Steve and I went to Lord of the Rings, and it wasn't the show, was it, Steve?
1: No, it wasn't the show. It was uh, uh Con of the Rings, which is a community-hosted convention uh, focusing on the Lord of the Rings living card game, and so yep. it was like three days of playing that game, and it's a lot of fun, but so we're going to talk about that convention, how that went, and also talk about all the other antics and games we played in addition to that, so if you're not interested in Lord of the Rings, don't worry, we'll talk about other stuff as well, if you're here for Lord of the Rings, we'll talk about that, you came to the right spot, so...
0: Ah, uh, the antics.
1: All the antics. <laughs> so let's let's start off because it, it was a fun time. Let me.
0: Oh, let's start off. What <laughs> what, what happened, Steve? Did you land? Did you land your play, the played land?
1: Yeah. So oh, I'll yeah. put this picture up because this was the first day, <laughs> which is kind of fun. We had a lot of fun. So I flew to, now this was in the Twin Cities at yes. the, what used to be called the Fantasy, Fantasy Flight Event Center, but it's called Game Center with a Z. Yes. So I fly into Twin Cities, and Barrett was very gracious to like take off work, and so he was gonna come pick me up. So I'm like, "Hey, hey, Barrett, I landed. I'm um, at. I'm ready to be picked up." He's like, "Cool. So you head head my way." Mm-hmm. Waiting for it. I did. And then, I, then I get a call. Like, "Hey, I'm here." I'm like, "Okay, cool." I'm looking around. I don't see Barrett anywhere as I'm waiting, looking at all these cars driving by, and he's like. Hey, I'm by. What you What you say? You're by terminal. Oh, 1. I was at
0: gate eight. Gate so eight. Like, that's
1: right. I'm gate eight. And I'm gate gate eight, looking around the last I'm like
0: one. The last one, gate eight, like you said. Come to the last one.
1: <laughs> I'm looking around. I'm like, I only see gate four. What's going on?
0: And then he said the magic words. I flew Delta. <laughs> I flew Delta. And so,
1: <laughs> and so the funny thing about this is, on I sent the, my flight information to Barrent, and it said terminal two on there because. In Raleigh, where I came from, I flew out. I flew out of Terminal Two, but I arrived at Terminal One in Twin Cities. So, Barry was at the completely wrong terminal. <laughs> so,
0: yes, I was.
1: So, anyway, um, so he he's like, "Okay, okay, I'll, I'll be I'll be there. I'll drive over." So he drives over there. We find each other. He picks me up, and then. And then uh, you go and take it from here because <laughs> why was that an and issue? You've
0: got to learn, understand the power of electricity is what he got to understand. For those of you that don't know, I drive an electric car, and sometimes electric cars can't exactly get to and from a lot of places in one shot, um, and it can get to and from the airport with no problem. Sadly, I forgot to charge it the night before, but I still looked at it and went, eh, "I have enough to get to and from the airport, not to and from Terminal Two, then to Terminal One, then back home." So. We made it 95% of the way back home. And I thought, mm, I don't want Steve to experience his first time in an electric car where the electric car doesn't actually make it home. So I made him stop at the Nissan dealership and we did what's called the lightning charge which somebody was using. So I was trying to find another charger which uh, on their building and, so, and they said like, "Oh, don't use this one, use the one around the side." So I go around the side. And oh, there's somebody there. So I drive and then I drive back thinking maybe the guy's done with that charge. So we get out of sure enough he was. But then like the FedEx truck parked in front of it I was like, "He's not electric. Get out of the way. I got to get my car charged." All the while I'm thinking, "Wow, Steve really is going to want to get an electric car someday." <laughs> Definitely <best to> do. <laughs> right, eventually I got my charger. We charged the car for about 10 minutes and we even five minutes, I don't even know. But then we that was enough to get us home. And I probably did have enough to get us home, but I just didn't want to risk it. That was awesome. That was that was awesome.
1: <laughs> so yeah. And Robin's here, of course. His wife was a nice yeah. approach. She would love to take her car. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's nothing. fine. It but made for a made really fun adventure story. <laughs>
0: Steve made it home to my house safe and sound.
1: <laughs> there are like fifty car chargers by my house. That I've never seen anyone use ever. Oh man! Well, we could use one. That, to your that house,
0: I come to his house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So that was that was arriving the first day, and then um Baron and I decided to. Uh, play a game, because I know uh uh Terrence wasn't going to arrive until a little bit later. Yes. And so we played, uh, let me pull it up. We played Aliens. Boom. Boom.
0: It's a fan the favorite. Day, yep. The
1: glorious day in the core.
0: Yeah.
1: And so this is, I mean, I feel like when I visit Barrent, I have to play Aliens because it's <laughs> Berend, right?
0: <laughs> I should have worn my Aliens shirt today. <laughs>
1: yeah. I thought you could say myth. <laughs> nice kanji, nice. Oh,
0: now that I think about this, totally what I should have had you play. Darn it!
1: <laughs> and yes, oh. no, we're talking about all the games we play, not just Lord of the Rings. So yes, but yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it. I um, I feel like the mission we played it was. Pretty straightforward, I say, but yeah. I think it was one of the earlier missions too. Like more of a it's tutorial. the more very first
0: mission you'd ever play. So I was like kinda of doing a tutorial mission
1: with him. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. Um I really liked uh how you had to when you fired your accuracy meter went up so it made it harder to hit later. Or went down. Yeah, went down, sorry, all the way, all the way around. So that was really cool and I like the blips and stuff. So but yeah, it was fun, fun. I always like playing aliens with the parents, so
0: mm,
1: it's always fun. So yeah, we did that. We played aliens, and then I think after this game is about time when Terrence arrived, right?
0: Yes, Terrence landed. He uh, we didn't know. I okay. So mm, we thought Terrence might have a hotel. I don't know. Let's say near the convention center where we're going to be playing, right? You <laughs> logical. No, he was a good like forty five minutes away in Minneapolis, and so <laughs> I we so we said, hey, let's go out to dinner together, three of us, as you can see by our wonderful picture there. And my wife goes, oh, you're going to Shamrock's, which is like one of her favorite restaurants. And so we serve Juicy Lucy's there, which is like a burger with cheese, like built into the burger, like in the middle of the burger is like this hollowed out part where you put cheese. It's really good. Um, and so I go, I'll get you one from there. No problem. I'll bring it home. You can have it for dinner. Well, I texted her like at 630 because we left at like 445. Well, all this driving to get Terrence and my not with my electric car. My wife gave me her car this time. <laughs> uh, we picked him up. Or he, we text him on the way. It's like, where are you? And then Steve's like, something about a mayor of a, a Marriott in Minneapolis. I'm like, Minneapolis? Oh. So, yeah, that's that was where the driving came in. So, I mean, long story short, we, we did pick him up. We went out. We had a great burger. We had some wonderful times. We chatted for a while. Drove him back home. Got home about, what, eight-ish to my house. And uh, my wife had already eaten dinner, so she saved it for tomorrow, the next day.
1: <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Robin. That was not <laughs> Not it was the not plan the plan.
0: No, it's not the plan.
1: Um, And then did we play something that night? Or... We sure did. And Colin stopped by after that because Steve was going to
0: stay with Colin that for the weekend. That's right. For the that's weekend. right. Um, but I picked up and Colin still had to work that day. So Colin did come by about 8 o'clock with uh, Paint the Roses. And he also came by with another game that we'll talk about in a little bit. But we played Paint the Roses. And Robin really wanted to try this one. So we cracked this one out, put it on the table, and it was super cool. Super cool.
1: Was this your first time playing
0: it, uh, Baron? It was. It was my first time playing it. I really enjoyed this game. It was really fun.
1: Cool. Yeah, this one is. uh It's been one of the hits this year for me. I love this game. Absolutely love it. And I've introduced a lot of different people, and it's gone really well. So hey, Robin liked it. Great. I'm so happy. Super fun game. Yeah. Yeah, this game's awesome. um It's very <laughs> well, cognitive too. too, which is great. It feels <laughs> different.
0: Yes, I I think some of the cool things about this game is like you're saying. It is fun and fully cooperative. It is uh, almost the kind of you could like Steve was trying, was showing us, you can drop in and drop out technically in this game if you wanted to, without too much repercussion to the game board, which is really cool. Uh, you also, it, you can make the difficulty however you want it to be, which is, it's a very like, you can really build the game to be how you want it to be, which is really cool. It has a lot of different things you can do about it. And there's so many expansions you can add to it that we didn't even touch because we are just playing for the first time, but there's a lot going on in this game, super fun you are deducing 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 what other people have in their hand by putting down tiles and seeing what clues they can give you based on the shapes and colors of those tiles as you paint the roses
1: great yep all about trying to give people a guess your card by giving clues and trying to stay in front of the evil queen so yes who will chop you up (laughs) exactly um so yeah we played that one that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. we choose that one and then um after that i know maybe some of us uh went to head it off and i think
0: yes it was it was on thursday so my wife still had to work the next day so she went upstairs to to bed to, so she had to get up so okay. but colin and i and steve we didn't have to work we had a con to go to so we stayed up and played unsettled
1: mm-hmm. And this was a new world for all of us, actually, which was really cool. I can't yes. remember the name of the world we played.
0: It was Ooga Booga. I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Ooga <Booga>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But this one, um, not to give too many spoilers, but like, um, we'll avoid some of it. But like, it had, had to do with like, your, your mind is not your own. It kind of like was partitioned yeah. with like, the world around it. It was crystals or something um yeah and kanji we played winora um uh, with it with kanji when he was here so i have played with winora a few times this is my first time playing this other one with a crystal which is cool uh another world um it was cool i liked it we we won it was close but i think we won this one yeah
0: we did win it was close this is a game that was my most uh, anticipated, well, not most anticipated. I put it on my list of, of uh, top games last year of things I wish or something for and something. I wish that Colin would have gave it to me so I could play it. And he still had, he did, but I didn't get a chance. So I failed him miserably because he did let me borrow at one point. And we didn't get a chance to play it because there's a lot going on. And then, I, then he took it back because he and Monica could still play it quite a bit and they really enjoy it. Um, this game is amazing. I like it because nothing's ever the same. Yeah. Um, all the different planets you play are so unique and what they do. I think that's something that is hard to find in a game, very modular game as to what you want to do. The only problem I have with this game is after reading what happens on the planet, I understand their deal is they're supposed to get back, trying to get back to like their area. Like they got thrown off course through a wormhole or something, but I wouldn't, Step foot on any of those planets to save my life nothing ever good comes on these planets and then once they get back to what they're supposed to be they get back to the ship they don't have anything it's not like they gained anything being on these planets right
1: right right
0: never gonna go back to that planet because that was bad news city
1: (laughs) very true it's very uh very much lost in space the board game honestly
0: very much like lost in space every time they land on a planet usually wasn't the best plan
1: exactly he's like oh this will be fine this is great nope something bad's gonna happen you just know it no <laughs> you know it but that's a super fun game oh yeah we enjoyed that one so we wrapped up that night with unsettled and then the next day um actually i played a game which is colin and i which is fun so before the convention started uh we wound up playing uh, star wars the clone wars so this is the new a new version of Pandemic, but Star Wars style. Yeah. Um, and it was a fast game because Colin and I played it. And I think it took us only 40, 40 minutes to play, something like that, 45 minutes. It's really, really fast. And that was, a, that was including the teach as well. Um, I liked it. I'm not enthralled by it, to be, to be honest. It's pretty it's pretty basic. It has nice improvements to like adjustments to the Pandemic system. But um, I'm I'm okay past on this one. Unfortunately, the cool thing about it is you get to like build out a tableau of cards and you exhaust them to do additional uh, bonuses or abilities to your to your normal actions in the game. And I like how there's different bosses to fight um, and some missions to do too, which is really cool. But um, <laughs> did you feel like Star Wars or Random colored Circles on the board? No. <laughs> More towards the ladder. <laughs> Honestly, he's like, "Where's this planet? Uh, here apparently. Like, I, they could have done. I I popped what's on their Discord. Like, it would have been cool if they would have like organized them. Like, you keep keep them like laid out this way. That's fine. But like, here's the outer end planets. Here's the uh, you know, I don't know. Oh yeah, you know, I can see that. Whatever. given regions. But yeah, not a not a huge deal there either. But yeah, it's. It's fine. I think this would be really fun if he has, like, young kids who like Star Wars. A lot like my son. He hasn't watched much Star Wars. Um, but I can see him really enjoying this one. Run around, destroying droids, and take out the big, bad boss.
0: Yeah. This is... Uh, Colin, let me borrow this after this weekend. And this is going to be fan favorite of Ridley. Ridley is a huge fan of Star Wars. Nice. He's, like, he's my oldest. And he also... The Clone Wars era is, like, his favorite part of Star Wars. General Grievous is one of his favorite people of all time. He knows everything about these... He he beat me in Star Wars trivia when he was, I think, six or seven, somewhere in there. And I couldn't at that point. I was like, really? And I love because I had this Star Wars trivia game and we were playing. And like for the final question, it was like this starting to draw this like person on the board. It was it was I believe it or not, Star Trek or Star Wars uh, trivia and DVD or something like a DVD. You'd stick in your DVD drive. Yeah, that's how old this is. And we were playing the game. And at the end, the final question was, like, now I know the answer. But the final question was, he's starting to draw this, like, creature. And it's like, who is this? And it started drawing. And I think it had, like, three pen strokes. And all of a sudden, my kid goes, I know who that is. I'm like, sure you do. Like, whatever. You don't know who that guy is. That's Kid Fisto. I'm like, what's a Kid Fisto? And then, sure enough, it keeps drawing. And all of a sudden, boom, it's Kid Fisto. I was like how do you know who kid fisto is and yep he knew who all these jedi were and at that point i realized he's gonna know more about star wars than i ever will
1: and (laughs) that's amazing that's amazing and i
0: feel like i know a lot about star wars i i almost felt like i felt like a very proud dad that day because i had instilled in him the awesomeness that was star wars back when he was in kindergarten and it has yet to leave he is still star wars all the way Yeah, and marvel you know all the cool things that kids do of course of course so he longs so again, here I am rambling. He loves the game. We're gonna, I'm really glad Collins let me let me borrow it. Um, we had a lot of fun playing it once already. We're actually probably gonna play it again today, uh, just because it's so much fun. I might have him do a playthrough with me on this one. We'll see if he's interested
1: in doing that. Cool. Uh Snow so has a request, not you brought it up, but who's Kid Fisto?
0: Who's Kid Fisto in Star Wars lore? He is a Jedi who has kind of that green. Like tentacle hair coming off him, I think he's not a Twilix or Twilic. I think it's the name of that race, but he's something like that. And he's kind of got more of a uh, what do you call it? A uh, squid-looking type. Yeah, more tendrils
1: than just a two, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's Kid fisto and now you know. And knowing is half the battle, GI
1: Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing all the IPs in this this show. (laughs) That's right. It is all
0: eighties all the time. (laughs) That's right.
1: Okay, cool. So we played I'm gonna that.
0: Watch, watch out, Steve. I'm going to start cracking out the He-Man and She-Ra stuff next.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so after that, uh, we decided to actually go to the con. So we swung by, and I think we picked you up, Barrett, right? Correct. Picked you up and went to the con? Yes. So here's an example. Picture of the con. It was um, yeah. at the Games center. Uh, it had a room dedicated for it. A really big room. It was great. We could spread out. It was not crowded at all. So um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun a lot of fun playing lord of the rings um i'm trying to think there was uh, so they did do there's a set up to play a couple cycles but with some epic events in there as well where everyone mm-hmm. would try to play one quest to try <laughs> to beat it and they also had challenges so if you don't yes. like if you've never been to con of the rings cool thing is they have custom challenges you get there and it might be like like th- in this quest you might have to save this guy well guess what now he has less health or something so it just makes yeah. it harder like how do i beat the quest like i had done in the past but now I'm with this weird twist that makes the game more and more challenging to do so
0: or at the end of the quest instead of just pulling out one like boss you put out all three bosses normally you just draw one and have to deal with it maybe this time with the challenge you put all three and have to deal with all three of them
1: that's right that's right and so uh, it was particularly fun because we obviously met up with Terrence there and we had a blast playing. Um, <laughs> probably the funniest thing came out of it is the Test of Will fiasco. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, that was hilarious the first day. <laughs> so there is a card in the game called Test of Will, it is an excellent card. It's
0: like, basically a S- cancel card, it cancels a bad card.
1: Exactly. A bad card comes out, you can just completely cancel it. Very useful in basically every single game. And I don't always play that card. <laughs> nope. And there's
0: only a certain color that can play it. Normally, Lord of yeah. the Rings has three or four different color groups. Is it three?
1: Four colors
0: four colors um and there's only one color group that could potentially play it unless you get other cards out that allow that character to play other colors right and so normally when you see a person playing a blue colored, like any color blue person out on the field you would expect them to have test of will well like steve said that is not always the case with steve and he's built many decks so like i'm playing one of his decks he's playing one of his decks and both have blue and so so they start saying the quest up and turns goes all right this would be awesome so we got what how many tests of will and Steve's like, I don't have Test of Will. And he's like, what about Baron? And he looks at him like, well, oh, Baron's deck doesn't have Test of Will. And so then Colin would put his, not Colin, but Terrence would take his deck, hit the hit the table, put it back, grab a different deck that has Test of Will. Because he will not play the game without somebody having Test of Will.
1: <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. And to be fair, like Terrence just completely right. Like having Test of Will in a four-player game is, is very crucial and very helpful. Yeah. Especially with the harder question of playing this one. But it wound up being just a hilarious thing. Like, oh my gosh, you don't have Tess Willens' deck again? So, it yep, was a fun joke that happened. Never has
0: done. Poor Terrence, I should say. Yeah. So... Then I started playing decks that had Test of Will, like from Colin or Terrence, or even Steve did have one that did, and so Terrence a little bit better. And then at least, and we, the cool thing was, is all these people, they built so many different decks that you could just kind of pass decks around to each other, and we could try different decks and see what, see how they play and have fun doing it. And then they were passing deck lists to each other and everything about, oh, I want to try that deck sometime on my own. So that's one of the cool things about this con, is there's so many different ways you can play. It, the, the the sky is the limit, I guess you could say, on how you build card build decks for this game so it was really fun to see all that
1: yeah i think colin had like six or seven decks and terence had six or seven decks i brought i think he brought just three of them yes so we had a ton of decks to pick from between all of us and there's fun hey you try this one are you try that one let's and then talk about different tweaks to the game and spy has got the right idea here so it's so brilliant when we play two-handed and often bring six sets of wills so that's right that's what you do <laughs> yep um, it
0: get long, just great,
1: yeah. And Snow had a comment here so many tokens that doesn't look like Lord of the Rings, which is true because we've got a lot of custom tokens and mats and other things over the years. Um, it's just to once we're all big fans of the game, obviously, because we went to convention for it, but having all these custom tokens is, is fun, so yes, very true. How to build decks look at the back of the saga real book, do what it says, put, put the deck in the <laughs> back. To put into the deck and play. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't see much wrong with that. Sounds like a plan. It works. It works. It does. Yeah.
1: No, I like the last, weird decks. The,
0: last, uh, the last game we played that night, I got to try a deck that was called a Saruman Trap deck. It was one of my favorite decks we played um, in this deck. So one of the ways you can lose is you gain too much uh, threat. And once your threat gets to a certain number, you lose the game. And every round you're going to gain that, or other th- effects in the game may make you have threat. Well, this guy named Saruman, he's not the nicest guy on the planet, and he makes everybody, but he's on your team, kind of he uh he has de- cards in his deck that make you actually gain this threat but then his card then does a lot of cool things and poor terrence had to deal with me again not he, terrence likes to play uh, as optimally as possible he likes to really really sh- show how the game shines and sometimes i don't i usually just play things to have fun and, and it's not an ideal it's not ideal and so i'm playing a card that lets you like draw cards from your deck but it makes you gain some threat and then I'm like, oh, that'll be great. And then like Terrence like, but you can ready your guy. i oh, we'll just do it now. We'll do this. But why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You need to do that. Like, okay, now I'm going to play these two cards. They give you four, four threat, but you're supposed to be able to draw two cards. Why would we be drawing cards now? I'm like, oh, it'll be good. You just love that. He couldn't take it. It was just absolutely awesome. <laughs> 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 and I, it was all because of me, pretty much not. And by this time, we were down to like people, die, our main characters are dying. I only had Saruman left because I figured he would sacrifice the rest of his forces for himself. And I was still playing these cards before Terrence was over there dying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had it some was, epic games yeah. where we were just we had like two average of two heroes over all four of us. Like some people had one, some people had yep. two, some people had I think one person had three still, but uh, it was pretty pretty crazy to try to beat a quest with very few heroes in play. Um Yes. But yeah, we had a blast playing. Um I'm I know we came back to the convention, we did a couple of games, but I'm going to summarize all the convention talk here. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, so some of the highlights of the con for me were some of the big requests we did. We did play a custom, uh, the Nine hour Abroad scenario. Yes. And this was crazy because it was three massive groups and our three massive games of it, simultaneous games of it. And so how it worked is we were in a group of seven. That meant that each group could have four people playing and there were seven of those groups. And that was in one game and the cool thing about this quest is they actually had a map so you follow this card you had a map of middle earth and there were rules to travel between them and basically you travel between them you're trying to investigate locations and you trying to find some of the riders so we had to find seven riders but the cool thing about it was if we found the fourth rider in rohan for example um, we would go and tell tell the rest of the groups or basically tell the announcer on the mic um, c-stand was the guy doing it running it that hey this fourth rider was found in rohan so everyone else goes in their decks pulls out the, the fourth rider and puts in rohan and so while we're playing someone else says hey we found a third rider in Merkwood," so we grab the third rider and put, put Merkwood. so all the maps map uh, match each other but it's happening in real time it's just you know whenever someone finds one everyone in that in that same game grabs and pulls it out so we had to find seven riders and at the end um the next stage of it we had to defeat all the rioters which was crazy because like oh hey if you're if if we both go to this location if i do five damage to the guy you put five damage under the guy too so it's very very uh, collaborative and cooperative in that sense i love that aspect of it it was so much so much fun
0: I agree. I thought it was really fun. It was really neat to have. And there's a card there that would affect every table. And like whenever you pulled that card from the deck, you'd have to scream that the riders are abroad and then everybody have to deal with that and their own table. Like you'll have to deal with yeah, the repercussions yeah. of that card being drawn from that deck uh, anywhere in your, in your world, which is kind of neat. So yeah, it was like this, like living world, like, basically living card game, living world game where it yeah. was spanning all these tables. Um, we were victorious. Not all the teams were, there was a team that was not victorious. So.
1: Well, it was, it was, it was really tough crazy. because the Witch King was the last one you found, and his health scaled by the number of players. Since we had so many players, his health was literally like, like 200 health or something ridiculous. Yeah, it was out of control. It was, it was insane. So like there was like two teams that were just like wailing on him while the rest of the teams took out the rest of the riders. So then we came back to it. He had like 150 health or something by the time mm-hmm. we started convening. And then having all seven groups start wailing on this guy at the same time and watch his health just like ratchet down. Yeah. was really, really fun. Yeah, you get
0: like an update like every couple minutes like your this your group has the guy's at 100 and like your group your guy's at 25 and it's like yeah. you just keep going and going and yeah it
1: was pretty awesome. awesome so that was a highlight for me and then the other one was the last game we played yes oh. this was awesome you want to talk about this one
0: oh the dreadnought are we uh it was basically it was it was uh uh lord of the rings versus pirates yeah. it was fantastic we were pirating or pirating we were what well, we were not we were not pirating we were fighting the pirates we were uh, on ships with billowed sails um and they would fly around the and you'd like use those to combat other pirate ships that come in and as you die or dock against one of these pirate ships to try to blow it up then these people would jump over the rail and you'd draw these cards from a deck you didn't know what was in there and they would land in front of you and you had to deal with these pirates that are coming onto your ship while all the time trying to fight the ship that's coming to and if your ship blew up that was it because all your guys are on it um and it was really cool. And then at the end, you had to fight this giant, huge pirate ship called the Dreadnought that sat in the middle of the board. It was a huge card. It was, like, way bigger than anything else. And then it had, it had uh, health that would scale depending on uh, player count. So it was super cool. Um, some of the cool things happened in that one is the fact that this at this point, Colin had given me what's called a, an Ent deck is what he calls it. It's a, basically all the tree people in the Lord of the Rings. And these things like absolutely smash. They smash. They like they're like the hulks of Lord of the Rings. They just walk around and Hulk smash. And they basically were smashing ships. It was out of control, and it was super cool. Uh, but we we did win that one as well. And it was just. And then at one point, like you had to, the actual people on the on the dreadnought jumped out. And if you had no cards in your deck and you drew a per- certain or in your hand and you drew a certain person, you could have just lost. Like your could have lost the game at that point which is really really cool there's I think was there like six or eight different people that could have came out of the dreadnought deck um, and on top of that you had to beat those guys before you could keep pounding on the dreadnought so it yeah. kind of gave the dreadnought a little bit more extra oomph to continue fighting against you so you couldn't just like one shot the thing you would have to deal with these guys as well so it was a really well-built scenario I love the fact we were able to sail the high seas um and fight pirates and it was super super cool that was it, that, that was. and another quest called the uh, find the orc or something where you shuffle you shuffle orcs into every person's deck a certain amount of cards in, of, a, of a deck and you have to try to draw these cards from there by questing through different stages of the map in order to find this orc and then once you defeat him then it's, you've, you've found the orc which is kind of cool that one was another cool quest we did for sure that's what i
1: got yeah. Yeah, the uh, sailing one is really cool because you also pick a, a, a ship that has a special power. So mm-hmm. it, was all, it was really fun to like, ooh, what special powers can be really good with this deck? And then the, the even better thing about that one, I thought, was you could actually capture other vessels. Yes. That would join you. So, like, at one point, Baron had, like, a fleet of three massive naval ships to attack this ma- the, the big pirate ship. It was really, really yeah. cool. It's good stuff. It a lot of fun. But, yeah, so that was kind of the Rings. It was, it was, it was. a blast three-day
0: epic thing it's like my once a year uh lord of the rings experience yeah yeah i don't play it too much outside of that uh colin and i always say we're gonna try to do the saga but there's always so many games out there that we kind of we don't ever get to it and it's okay because we always have these three days where we get to play so much lord of the rings and experience it and experience all the cool things that happen in it that i think probably in about I would guess in maybe two more cons, I would have played almost all the, potentially a lot of the, almost a majority of the cycles. Because every time you're there, they usually go through one or two cycles of that. You get to see those kind of quests as you play through it.
1: Mm-hmm. So before this discussion, I thought I was a fan of Lord of the Rings, Luke gave but no, I'm just a casual muggle, which <laughs> I think is the one big, big issue I have with the convention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, actually there's two issues I would say. And I had provided feedback about this. is It's not newbie friendly at all. Mm-hmm. Like the like the challenges and the quests we picked, they're difficult. They're really difficult, and sometimes we do this like the big the big massive battle we did. Um, yeah. One group one one game didn't complete it, but they had some some new players, and they didn't have a big card and and it was a difficult quest to do with limited cards. So yeah, I I kind of hope that next year when they do this, they still have those opportunities for these advanced quests, but also make it newbie friendly. Let's have some Let's take a break from this difficult stuff and just have some fun. So,
0: I kind of agree. I mean, like I said, this is usually about my only big Lord of the Rings extravaganza I have. Um, And thanks to these guys having the card pool they have, I get to try out these fun decks that work really well together because they, all three of these people have every card in the game. And so it's really easy to have a deck that's going to be fun and be able to stand up to these. If I were to bring my card pool to Lord of the Rings and try to play, I would have gotten Hulk smashed is what would have happened. I have like one deck that I, that is good. And it's good because I went out and physically bought the card that came or physically bought the packs that had made that deck good. If I didn't have, and so that's the only deck I have. If I try to make any other deck, I would not have anything optimal to be able to play in that type of environment.
1: Yeah. 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 So that was one bit negative, but I mean, otherwise it was a lot of fun. Um, The, the other negative I would say is not due to the convention itself, but the the locale the games center, the food is, um, it's not what it used to be. It's pretty, yeah. pretty bad. So
0: I honestly feel that sadly, that's a unit. I, I personally feel in at least in Minnesota, that's kind of a universal thing. I wonder if it has to do with just the state of the world in general. Um, a lot of, uh, I mean, even other restaurants we go to don't, I, they they have not really got back to the caliber that they were before a lot of things that happened in this world over the last few years yeah um, and i think the game center is also part of that i mean there's a lot like you said a lot more just straight up fried food there's not a lot of real healthy choices that there used to be and i wonder if that has to do with just the fact that it's hard to keep those choices going
1: yeah it could be could be but yeah so that was um that was Con the rings and that was a lot of They fun. had coffee
0: though and then lemonade
1: yeah the lemonade was great a lot of that yep yeah um cool let's move on so after the first day we came back cheese curds super good what's that cheese curds super good oh cheese curds yes cheese curds good Um, we came back the first day and it was the three of us so
0: yes just the three of us oh wait
1: that's colin you and me right
0: Yes, we went to Colin's house after the first night of Lord of the Rings and we got to his house about I think we left there I want to say about 7ish maybe 7:30 or something, I think.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: Or did we go all the way to the end? No, I think we didn't. I think we I think we kind of left a little bit seven cuz I came home and I got to say goodnight to my kids and then That's I think right. I came over. And you and came over go
1: and then me. um we wanted playing uh Kingdom Rush, right?
0: uh yes after we played we we did play another game paint the roses this time we introduced it to monica
1: oh that's right Um, we did play paint the Roses again that's right yeah
0: how could you not forget steve apparently after you play lord of the rings all day your mind does not work as well as you're supposed to remember it working because all of a sudden we're playing a super need your brain game and my brain i think i left on the table at lord of the rings because you're supposed to put clues down based on your card and at one point I had a card that had, so based on whether you have colors or shapes or shapes and colors, you have to put different cubes on to signify how many of the potential of the chip you just played matches the other chips of what you're holding in your hand. So I had like spade and a yellow rose. That means that anything, anytime that they played a chip that had a spade and was connected in a yellow or a yellow and connected in a spade, I'm supposed to put a chip, a little cube on that. So the rest of them are going to try to deduce what I have. And they're all, as we're trying to deduce what the rest of them has. So I put a cube on there. I put two cubes on. There. They're like, oh, well, Baron could have this. He might have this. He could also have this. But maybe, maybe he has this. I'm like looking at my card thinking, I think I put the wrong one of cubes on. So I went and I grabbed one of the cubes off the card. They're like, oh, okay. So they made a choice as to what I might have had. And they guessed wrong. So that means that the queen moves double speed and gets closer to killing you. Then the next turn they put one down and I put like another cube on it. Cause I think I got it. And then they're, they're talking. Okay. Well, it can't be spade yellow because otherwise you would have put two over there. I'm like, Hmm. But <laughs> so then as they're still deducing, I like slowly take one of my cubes and place it over on the other one that should have had the spade yellow that I
1: missed. <laughs> it's like just like, lost what? it. Like, Cause it was there like, now. Like, like, it was yeah, like one cube there. on there. And then it was two cubes on there. And then he pulled, no, 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 only one cube. And then, like, we guess wrong. The next wrong comes around. And he's like, well, it can't be this. And he's like, oh, really? Because there should be another clue on that, I guess. And we just, like, lost it. <laughs> it's so funny.
0: <laughs> oh, so then from then on, there's three different kind of cards you can take hard, which have some more. Technical matches than the mediums, which have more technical matches than the easy ones. So after I failed that one, I only drew easy cards from then on. I only had to deal with colors from then on. It was just, I was, I, it was, my brain was gone.
1: It was awesome though. I love that game. It was so fun. We were we we're just cued over laughing. Yeah. It was good time. And
0: that game is so good that Colin has let me borrow it yet again. To my wife and I are playing it. It's really fun. We 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 enjoy it because you can play it two player. There's yeah. little there's, there's a little bit you got to change about it, but it is still really fun.
1: Yeah, works works great right too. Not soloable. So there's no way to play this game solo. No,
0: it's impossible. So,
1: Okay, but yes, we played that one, and then we moved on to Kingdom Rush. So yes. this was a game I've not played. I've always wanted to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, So we played, it was the three of us, uh, Barrett, myself, and Colin, and uh, we got destroyed. It was...
0: You want me to talk again about how you should not bring a, like epic level game to somebody who's been playing Lord of the Rings or any other game for the last 10 hours. And now all of a sudden your brain is in super fry mode and you're trying to figure out the most optimal solution to the problem in front of you. And all you can think of is apple orange or apple, apple uh, (laughs) cheese curds. curds. (laughs) So yes, we got destroyed, but at least you got the gist of the game.
1: Yeah. Totally got the gist of the game. It was fun. I enjoyed it. It was I don't normally like, so polynomial games, I kind of in a weird state with them, because I don't like, they don't do anything for me, but I don't dislike them either, they're just kind of like, just there. And so I I don't really go out and buy polynomial games, because they normally, it's not a draw for me. It's not a deterrent, but it's not a draw either. So uh, this one has a really cool theme, I like tower defense a lot, so I want to try it. It was cool, I liked the game. I don't think it's one I'm going to pick up. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, I would definitely play this one again, and I'd also yes. like to play it on an easier level when my brain's not fried to try it out. Try it out because we were all spent that day from from everything we did.
0: Yes, it was. It, it, was a, it was and of course, it was later in the day too. We'd been up for a while, and this yeah. was this was the last yeah. game we played. Um, I'm in the same boat you are. I'm not a castle defense person. I'm not a big fan of tower defense, which is one of the reasons I never went with the Great Wall or something from Awakened Realms, it's The only Awakened Realms game I don't have, mm-hmm. um, because I'm not much of a tower defense person but this game i truly do enjoy uh, when i play it uh every time colin puts it out there we have a lot of fun playing it it's not and it has a neat little campaign system if you're interested in playing through that as well yeah uh but yes this this game is fun i enjoy it uh but i like you i'm glad colin has it because i don't ever have to pick it up and i can always borrow it whenever i want
1: absolutely absolutely um yeah so we did kingdom rush and then we the next day we went back to the con where we talked with con yep and then after that day at the con, we came back and we played. Oh, well, the first buddy. game
0: at the con that day was my my super maneuver that nobody saw coming except Terrence.
1: The super maneuver.
0: So the Vikings played on. seems uh, a... <laughs> <laughs> remembering the Vikings played at eight thirty in the morning in London on that Sunday, and so I watched the first quarter and a half of football uh, in at home and then driving to the con. And then when we got to the con, we got there and we got into the con, we sat down and we're gonna play our first quest. And poor Colin goes, you should try this deck. I think you'll really like it. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. And I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? I think I wanna play the one that Steve had yesterday that I played like three times. It was what's called his Gandalf deck, where it's just got Gandalf, he does things, Super kind of straightforward is the first one I played because I'm not an expert at this game. So it's more it's a really straightforward deck on how you play things that work really well. And so I was playing this deck and having a really good time. And we're doing great in the quest. Little did they know because I'm deaf in my left ear, I have a hearing aid. And my hearing aid is actually Bluetooth to my phone. And so I actually put on the game on my phone, which is right here. <laughs> And I listened to the game. And every once in a while, when there's a big play or something, I'd flip my phone back over and kind of look at it and kind of stand, And I could like rewind it 15 seconds, to kind of see the big play. And I put it back down again and keep on listening to it while we're playing the game. So I could hear them kind of, and what's going on. I, and so here I was kind <laughs> of playing cards out there and yeah, there's like different stages of the game. Well, this guy always does the same thing on the, on the, on one of the phases of the game. So I didn't have to worry about that phase at all. It was perfect. And so here I am listening to the game, listening. to the game, And finally it kind of got to the end of the game. And I was like kind of looking at it a little bit and, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And I told Colin, "Like, dude, you've got to see the end of this game." He goes, "What?" I go, "The end of the game. It just finished." He's like, "Have you been listening to it the whole time?" I'm like, "Of course I have." And all of a sudden, you hear Terence go, "Of course he has, man. how did you not figure that out?" He's been listening to the game the whole time in his head. <laughs> 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 Colin thought that was just epic. They're like, "That is, the co- of course, Terence was the biggest fan of me, not really paying attention."
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I was curious, like, man, he's. He's looking at his phone at the right times. How's he doing this? That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, yes,
0: I was, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the beauties of being half deaf. I can actually listen to anything I want at any time in my head, which
1: is pretty sweet. <laughs> yes, that was fun.
0: I don't ever do it at home because I always have to make sure I can listen to my family.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, but Yeah, we're at the convention. So, yes, we... then
0: the convention's over. And then at this point, Terrence uh, is no longer at that hotel. He only had to stay up till Saturday uh, night and then Sunday afternoon, and so he That's came right. back with us to Colin's house to spend the night before he was going to go off. Back everybody left on Monday. But go ahead, Steve.
1: What do we do? <laughs> Robin's going. out lies. He does it home too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's... But yeah, we went over uh, to Colin's house. Uh, Colin's wife made delicious lasagna. Had a great dinner. And then after dinner, we sat down to play a game, and we wound up playing uh, the crew. Mission Deep Sea. This is the second version of the crew. And it's the first time I played this version of it. I played the original one quite a few times mm-hmm. in the past. Um, I actually really like the new version a lot. Yeah. I, um, I like it better than the original. It's not wildly, wildly different, but I like the mission combination. We had a blast playing this one. And yep. I, I got to say one, one thing. Baron is amazing at this game. <laughs> 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 like, like he's like i was like well guys who's gonna take submissions and like baron's like i'll take them all I'm like really and he like can totally like pull it off i'm like I'm, i struggle with trick taking games
0: uh, steve everybody saw like actually were laughing at me because they have never seen me so serious in my entire <laughs> life when i play tech trick taking games it's like i'm i'm all in i've never like i'm not as goofy i'm not as fun i'm not i shouldn't say fun but i'm not like as like joking around with people and stuff that i'm playing like i am focused on this i've always been that way we used to play uh, Pinochle and stuff with my grandparents growing up and spades and 500 and all these different games we used to play growing up and so the crew is just yet again another trick-taking game and I own this game as well we actually really like this game at home because it's a cooperative tech, trick-taking game I bring this to family events sometimes and we've played it a few times it's and everybody really enjoys it so it's it's really good so yeah he, like Robin says I'm a great partner to have in 500 and Pinochle I'm also the person that will do everything in his power to win. It's, where my, it's also where my competitive edge comes out, which is why I'm glad I play a lot of cooperative games now because I am super competitive when it comes to these. So, yes, these people saw me in a mode. I've never, like, Colin and Monica were just laughing. They're like, I've never seen him so,
1: like, is this even Barrett? <laughs> I couldn't
0: believe yeah, it's it. it's like,
1: wow, he's, like, super laser-focused and, like, nailing these cards. Was, I'm not saying was...
0: anything. I'm just, like, getting ready to play my next card. I'm just, like thinking of all the possibilities these other people have and what they're going to play and I'm wondering how they're going to screw up my plan and it's yeah (laughs) it's pretty amazing so yeah even at one point I was like I could probably do that I go can you do that it's like (laughs) I probably could no I need that card give me that one I will take that mission I can do that mission it's like okay
1: (laughs) yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun playing with you so yes yeah this is one that I definitely recommend picking up it's great yes yes Yes. I found that I don't really play. I never played trick taking games much when I saw playthrough for this. Yeah. It's, it's a, I feel like it's a different mental process going on with it. Like, mm-hmm. I have to, I, I struggle. Like, I, I feel like this is a game that you can get a lot of skill involved. Like, Baron's got a lot of experience in it myself. I've played trick trick taking games in the past, but like, this is another, another level to like, how do I figure out to get the mission completed by playing different cards in different ways? It's really fun. I, I like it a lot. It is. Terrence also hadn't played
0: many trick-taking games, so it was kind of interesting to see the different levels of, and even with all those different levels, everybody was still having fun, which was oh, really yeah, cool. Definitely. There was only one part where all of a sudden you played a, like, it was something like you have to you have to win a trick with a seven or something, and all of a sudden you played a seven, and all of a sudden Monica goes, wait a minute, Terrence has, has to take a trick with a seven. I have three sevens in my hand, and you just played the last seven. So I mean, Terence doesn't have a seven. There's no way he can take a trick with a seven. He's right. like, oh, I thought you meant you had to take a trick with a seven in it. It's like, oh, OK, yep, we can totally see how that could. Like some yeah, of the cards yeah. you have to, if, if, having played it enough, you would be able to interpret them uh, the way. But if you've never played these kind of games, you could have some weird interpretations.
1: For sure, for sure. Yes. Yeah, so we played that one. And then yes. with Terrence there, we, we had to play Marvel Champions, of course, right? Yes. So we played yes. a four player game Marvel Champions taking on Sinister 6. So this is a mode in the Sinister Motives box and mm-hmm. uh let's see you were playing Gamora. Gamora, yep. We played Gamora. I played She-Hulk. Colin played uh Spectrum and and Terence played Spider. Yes. Yes, um, he did. So there's different decks and we took down the Sinister 6. Um I actually my first time playing the Sinister 6. And I actually really enjoyed how they worked. Uh, yes, I feel like some of the other modes where they have multiple villains don't aren't always the greatest, but this one was really fun. Agreed. And I actually, really I liked fun. it better than the normal villain mode because, like, one of my things about Marvel Champions, I like playing Blitz where I only play one stage because sometimes flipping the guy over or flipping the next stage it works totally fine mechanically. It's just it's an expectation thing and the length length of play thing. But this mm-hmm. one is interesting because you take out all the different. Uh, finish the six and they come back and play, but it was a a goal trying to take out certain ones to avoid certain negative effects. It was good. I enjoyed this one.
0: Yes. I thought the scenario was fantastic. Um, Colin and I are going to be playing a, uh, one of the campaign boxes coming pretty soon because I'm still not sold on this game, but he is picking up some of the stuff now to try to uh, reinvigorate his love of, uh, or try to reinvigorate his love of Marvel champions after making it his number one uh, game, uh, I think three or four years ago he rated it his I still keep telling him to this day remember this was your number one game uh best game of 2020 or 19 or something we kind of laugh about that because he after a little (laughs) while he did get rid of this collection he was not a big fan of it but after playing with Terrence and you and Colin he's kind of got himself back into it and it's sad because i really should love this game because i'm a huge marvel fan i mean all the way back from the con we uh, on sunday night steve and i and terrence uh we're kind of talking about how you could construct awesome like things in this universe like oh we could do like secret wars oh we could do like oh i can hardly wait for the like, x-men stuff oh we could do this thing oh we kind of nice to have master mold and all that. like we we're like we we're chit-chatting about all the comic stuff we know and it was and so i should really love this game but it's just really so far it's a hard game for me to get into i just don't there's not enough going i sh- it's really weird to say this there's not enough going on or i don't it, it or there's too much going on that just i don't keep the attention of it yeah there's a problem. lot
1: there can be a lot of downtime i think what it comes down to because like there's a lot it's you do on your scary. turn and there's not a lot you can do in other players well yeah there's things you could do but it, it, i i get what you're saying yeah.
0: Especially with four. That's why Colin says we should try to set two and really go for it and see what you and give it like a big like gung-ho and see what you think. Um, because right now it really just felt again. I've always kind of thought all you're doing is you're playing your cards. Um, and I think I also lose the thrill of like playing a game like Lord of the Rings or Arkham where it's like, okay, I gotta draw a card, hope it's the one yeah, it's that one. Well, Lord of the Ring. in this game, you get a whole hand every time. So it's not like you're you're getting that super top deck like feeling sometimes. Um, I don't think you get in this game either, which is kind of sad. And also sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions. Okay, it's like, all right, well, I'm playing. Boom, 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 boom. All right, I'm doing five uh, thwart and three damage. And then I'm doing an extra thwart and three damage. And where do you want me to do that? Yeah. And then I've just had the person in running the game, put it where he thinks she should put it. Sure. i don't really have much to say i mean i do like it's really like no i want to hit that i'm like man eh, just put it wherever you want i don't really care and that's not how i should feel i should like feel like oh i really want to get that person or i want to do this like and i just don't have that yet
1: that's fair yeah kenji's here he says he loves champions mc marvel champions and marvel united so yeah there's a lot so many marvel games out nowadays which is great yeah. and there's a lot of really good ones too yes so because I play I have all I've I call it the three pillars. I've got Champions, United and Legendary. So, I love them all and for different reasons.
0: I've um, got United Legendary and
1: Crisis Protocol. Crisis Protocol, that's another good one. Yep. Yep, for sure. Yes. But yeah, that was a late game. We did we did win that one, but that was... I left actually 3 fourths way it. <laughs> That's
0: so right. Like, and I said that I, uh, and, and my house, uh, since it was going to be Monday the next day, I had to get my kids on the bus and things like that. So it was going to be an early rise for me. So I kind of, yeah, I'm going to sure. let you guys finish this one. Um, and they finished it up. I think you guys went to bed at like 1 I was like, oh, oh, glad I didn't stay.
1: Yeah. But uh, the next day, we uh no convention. So we, we both, Terrence and I had late flights. So we decided to play more games. Of course. Why not? Game! So we played uh, the video game, the board game. Yes. <laughs> we Monday. did. We had a
0: video game, board game day.
1: It was. So we started off on the left side playing XCOM. This was with the expansion. Not, I've never played the expansion before, um, but we all, we all being Terrence, Barron, Colin, and I really like XCOM. I don't know something about the game. It's just, it's just a oh, yeah. fun it's super game. Fun. super fun. I can't fun. get enough of this game. I play it all the time. Anytime he puts it on there, I'll play it. Yeah, exactly. I, so, I don't know. Something about the game is it's, it's really enjoyable. I always like playing the scientists, too, because I like giving presents to people, so, so. <laughs> Here, you get a present, you get another present. So I never like the... I, I don't mind. Yeah, you played the military officer, I correct? Think.
0: I was in charge of of I, I was the win loss condition pretty much of the entire game, which is always a hard burden to share. Yeah. or have when you uh, we put Colin was in charge of the money and Terrence was in charge of satellites. Yeah, and UFO defense.
1: Yeah. Yep yeah, yeah we end. play well, we play with expansion and it, the expansion makes the game a lot harder in my opinion
0: i think so too a lot harder
1: yeah it was very difficult because instead of rolling a d8 you roll a d6 and you have to like you want to roll high so all, already rolling lower than that and there's other stuff in there the, the cool thing was you can build uh dreadnoughts or giant mech suit maybe with the yes
0: it. yes you can build giant mech suit dudes yes um, so and they have like the when you go to do missions or protect the base when you're trying to kill certain enemies or complete the missions you have to have certain uh, symbols on your guys to be able to roll against those certain objectives and that particular unit has every one of them on it so it's like it's a very universal unit. So that's kind of the the bonus you get for having it but uh, there's a lot more detriments coming to you in the expansion there's things that make you roll like you said the d6 right. um they add more hazard cards as the base takes damage so it's like there's a lot of other things that are happening to you for sure i mean it's balanced i'm sure it's balanced i wouldn't i mean it's not unbalanced uh but yes it, it i feel it makes it more challenging we uh we were not victorious it was
1: pretty bad it was it's
0: like there's no way you
1: win this one that's <laughs> It was...
0: I think downfall was the point where Colin. you have to take these cards into a deck that Colin just picked two and put one in there, and they're all bad. Yeah. And so of the two, he kept putting in, if you don't complete the mission, bad thing happens. Don't complete the mission, bad things happen. And there was only one piece of mission left that I had to complete, and of course I didn't complete it. Right. And then lots of
1: bad happened. Yeah, that was tough. I, I think I prefer the game without the expansion, honestly. Um, but the expansion was fun i'll play i'll play mm-hmm. with the expansion still so
0: i'll play anyway it's always fun to play
1: yeah so yeah we played that one to start the morning and then uh, after that we moved to the right side of the table you see on the screen there to play a the adventure game
0: this was awesome you're doing a live stream of this soon aren't you
1: uh later tonight actually yes nice
0: nice yeah be interesting to see what happens um this game is sweet i like it yeah you're gonna talk go ahead and talk about it Oh, God, I talk a lot, Steve. I thought maybe you might want to talk about something.
1: Okay. No? Yeah, so okay. This, this game is based upon the video game, of course. And it is a open-world adventure game, honestly, is what it is. And you build your own character. Uh, you move around this giant map. You can literally do whatever you want. Uh, but you have an overall quest to do. And we played the first campaign, first chapter of the first campaign. We actually completed the first chapter. Because yeah. actually, the nice thing about this game is the campaign isn't very long. It takes about ninety minutes to do a chapter, and there's three chapters in a campaign. So in like three sittings of ninety minutes, you can finish finish the game. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, she's maybe buy it uh, for for yeah for whatever reason. Like I wasn't too hot on this game when I played it on tabletop simulator when I was previewing it, mm-hmm. but once I got the copy, started playing through it, like it started clicking for me. And I think part of it is a little bit of a comparative bias, because I was comparing this game to games like *Assassin's Guard and *Iridia*, which are absolutely fantastic. To be brutally honest, I don't think this game is stands up with those other ones. But looking at what it does on its own, it does things really well. Like the quest system is fantastic in this game, like because you can have a world quest, you can have a personal quest, and you try and manage those things. And basically, um, I have played this game seven or so times at this point, starting over from scratch. And I've only seen one quest repeated. So I'm I will of course run into m- multiple quests, uh, yeah. repeat quests. But long story short, there's a ton of ver- ver- variability in this game, variety in this game, a quest to do, which is really fun. Um, and yeah, so you level up your character, do, to, to, uh, do different skills, go on dungeon calls um it's it's really cool
0: and it's fast it's a fast. fast game and that's what i think is awesome about this i have played skyrim i have not beat skyrim um i have a love hate relationship with the entire uh uh was it win type game setting? Um, I am, I, I never am able to get them done because like Steve says, there's so much to do. And it's very similar to this game. There's always so much to do that. You're never sure you're always trying to, you're always able to try to do something at all the times, which is really cool. There's never, I've never experienced a downturn in that game, which was awesome. There's never like a, Oh, Hey, my friend's doing this. What am I gonna do? Uh, I guess there's nothing really for me to do because there's always something popping up in this game to do, which is really cool. Um, I, uh, the Elder Scrolls. Yes. Thank you, Snow. That was the other one. Morrowind, Elder Scrolls, settings, all that. I, I have a hard time winning these games. Uh, so I never played, beat Skyrim. I've never beaten Oblivion. I've never beat Morrowind 3. I've never beat any of these games. I never beat any of the Elder Scrolls stuff. Uh, and hopefully I'll be able to beat this because I did back it, um, so I'm hoping to play it. Thank you, Steve, for bringing it, so I was able to see it. It's super fun. Uh, some of the highlights in it was I was able to uh, do the Dark Brotherhood quest. It popped up for me as a personal quest, and it's like, oh hey, do you want to try this quest? I was like, oh my gosh, during the Dark Brotherhood. And those that have played the game, it like came to like oh, the Dark Brotherhood. This is like an actual group in the game. I'm going to join them. This is going to be amazing. I've, I've never been with the Dark Brotherhood in the game because whenever I'm playing, I don't ever go with that group because I'm always trying to be a good guy. And I was like, I'm going to be the bad guy. And so at the end of that quest, I had to do. Something that actually kind of affected the whole board state at that point. And then, and so you, as you're putting, as you're going each turn, you have to be putting down these tokens that are potentially like corrupting the world and uh and you're doing quests and things to try to help remove these things from the game and so i actually had to corrupt part of the world after completing this whole quest line which was really a neat experience so we did get all the way through the first uh campaign mission and when i play it that campaign mission will still be there but i'm sure when i play it again i'm going to have a completely new experience with all those massive amounts of personal quests and side quests and stuff that could come out and i do like the fact that as you're playing it it doesn't take you more than maybe one if maximum two turns to get about anywhere on the board. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I have to get all the way to that side of the board. Okay, well, I'll get there maybe in three or four turns to work on that quest. So you know, I guess I can do some side quests along the way. No, you can, if you really want to just do your main quest, you can do that. But if you don't do some of the side quests and the actual uh, uh, other parts of this game and experience them, like going into the dungeons and things like this, which aren't like a dungeon crawl. You don't go to like a separate board or something. You just fight a couple of enemies. And then that's usually your dungeon crawl that. Um, and you're gaining experience. And if you don't do that, trying to complete these quests are going to become harder and harder to almost to the point where you can't make it. But this does have a fail forward system. So if you don't make it, it usually means you're corrupting more of the board and you're not gaining the benefits of completing those quests. So it's not that you lose if you don't complete a quest, which I think is also cool. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of cool things, Steve. Great game. I'm excited for this one. This one, you reinvigorated me. We, uh, Steve did show it to me on Tabletop simulator at first, and I was kind of in the same boat he was. I'm like, I don't really see how this can be that great. And then... Yeah. Seeing it in action, I it's it's going to be a fun fun game.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I had the same experience like on tabletop. Simulator, it just wasn't. It's was kind of eh. It was you kind of wonder if it
0: was limited by how much they were able to show off, and now that you have the whole product in front of you, you're seeing the epic scale that this game can have, right? And what it can bring. I, and i think seeing that with all the different upgrades all the different weapons all the different like everything and all the different character combinations and what you can be just like in skyrim you can be any class you want and do anything you want you could build a character that's supposed to be good at destruction spells you can have a two-handed weapon run around and just beat things exactly. smash.
1: yep totally uh kenji kind of interesting a question here do you feel that this game is expandable and modiphius will do expansions for it first part of it absolutely expandable i would actually yep. love to see uh, more equipment in there various kinds because i think they can do a lot more with that will they do expansions for it i don't know i i do plan to ask them about that at some point but i know right now they're kind of working on a new uh new game coming out so uh turn hey, say is here the game was a lot more fun than i expected but i wish there was more co-op yes that is definitely one of my yep. negatives for this you can and the only time we can really dun- with
0: people is in working together through dungeons yeah. and taking on like some of the more harder enemies uh doing the quests is a very personal thing and right. it's and it, that's just kind of how it is in the game if my if i'm playing it and the game you can't do this in which would be super cool is if my friend could join me in the game but if he didn't have that quest he really wasn't going to be able to do it with me anyway like i have to go in like to this person's house and steal something and they might not be able to get in the house because they don't have the quest so i mean i can understand why they did it that way but It would be super cool if you could help them anyway, like, oh, I'll distract them while you're able to sneak in there or something. But that'd be a super hard, I think it'd be a huge another layer to try to throw into a game like this.
1: Yeah. It's a great, absolutely great solo game for sure. Um, I have already an idea for a house rule to make that work. So, because... Of course you do. Of course course I have house rules, right? But yeah, so anyway, if you're curious about this game, we're going to play it tonight um, on the stream, Kim and I, and we're going to do the free roam mode where... It's not the main campaign, so if you're worried about campaign spoilers, you won't see any of that. You'll see, you'll see some quest spoilers, but there's a, lot, a huge variety of quests. So. Uh, yeah. But that's the least spoiler option to do, and it's just going to be coming playing for a bit, and then we'll just put it away whenever we decide to. Because the free roam, you can potentially play forever, which is kind of cool, which is very Skyrim-ish. <laughs> yep. But um, I've got an idea of what goal we should aim for tonight um, before we wrap it up, so... But yeah, that was basically the uh, trip. We played tons of games, had a lot of fun. Um, I loved going to Con the Rings because it's fun meeting up with Barrett and Colin and just catching up on things. And, and, and Terrence as well, being there, seeing the crazy decks we do, it's so much fun.
0: I wish that you and Terrence could come like, Almost every other month. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we be a of fun, fun Doing stuff with both you guys together. It's so much fun. Even, I've had fun doing stuff with just you. I have fun with doing stuff with just Terrence. It's just super yeah. fun. Last time we did Con of the Rings, I had a really cool experience taking Terrence and I went out to dinner because you guys had already left the con and I went and picked him up and he had Neaton. So we went out to dinner together. We just chatted for a long time. It was super cool. We talked a lot of Lord of the Rings. It it's just awesome to hang out with you guys together and separately. It's super fun to see you guys. Absolutely. It's so much fun
1: yes no uh, that's the other thing i want to am curious about is i really hope i get to try the chip theory games they're coming out with the um, the elder scrolls online board oh, game, yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm really curious how that will compare to the Skyrim adventure game because obviously they're yeah. in a similar ip so we'll see we shall see cool well that's gonna wrap up our co-op chat for this morning i don't we'll thank everyone who joined and hopefully this was uh fun because we had a blast and If any point you guys do go to the Con of the Rings, hit us up because we go fairly regularly. I think we only missed one year. Well, that's going to end it for today. Thanks everyone for joining us, and we'll see you at the next stop. Thank you all. It's fun to see everybody here. Thank you so much for joining. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com onestop or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list.